Hello, welcome back to another episode of All Bases Covered, the podcast helping you navigate the beauty industry and cut through the bullshit. Before we get into this week's podcast episode, in fact, I think it's the first one back for the year. Whatever, this is a disclaimer, so this is serious. We are going to be talking about very typical cosmetic beauty standards in this episode. Yeah. And... Some listeners may find it triggering. Yeah. If you find it triggering, just don't listen. Yeah. That's fine. Nothing in this episode is intended to tell you how you should be, feel, or do in preparation to an event. Or what is right or wrong about your body. That is exactly right. But if you're interested to listen to what we've had done. To our hair, teeth, nails. Skin. Brows. Everything. Then you'll enjoy it. And keep listening. Hello, Lisa. Hello. Happy 2022. Hello, Mrs. Mortimer Halaliku. Hello. Wow. <laughs> wow. Not legally yet, because I'm going to put that off as long as I can. <laughs> Your celebrant will get it started, which is good. Yeah. But then you feel more stressed because they've started the process and oh. then it's like already started. I know. For everybody who doesn't know and hasn't been paying attention on social, Lisa is technically not married now because we are pre-recording mm-hmm. so her wedding and honeymoon is coming up in eight days oh i literally feel sick it's so when good. does it become fun because the thing is the day of i'm gonna be depressed because it's over so i've sort of had like what looking do you mean up- you're gonna be depressed no you go to bed beaming on your wedding day i think i'll be depressed nah because you're like it's over think of all the people who love us we had yeah, such okay. a nice time tonight okay. everyone made me feel like i was a queen like yeah. that's how it feels the on next morning night. i'll be depressed yes yeah. <laughs> anyway this episode is relevant to anyone who has an event yeah or like a really important event yeah like if your sister's getting married or something it's probably equally as important if you're having a big birthday like a if you're planning a big 30th 40th 50th 60th, 100th yeah bash this is for you yeah if you're having a renewing my vows ceremony oh, fun if you're having a wedding ceremony i've been thinking about the fact that i'd love to have a 10-year wedding Ring, party yeah, yeah but is that a bit self-indulgent <laughs> like can you imagine as a guest being like oh alex and adrian are planning something for their 10-year wedding anniversary it's a bit weird but we're gonna go celebrate yeah and like if you're paying for my food like i'm there and yeah. i'm loving it i okay. also do think like you must really love each other to bother to do that which i think is nice anywho let's move into the timeline we're talking wedding prep yes take us back to the beginning like back to the first things that someone would need to think about mm-hmm. in advance mm-hmm. for their wedding short of like you've got black hair and you're planning to go blonde which i would say like maybe start that as far out as you can oh god just don't do that so many subtle bleaching sessions yeah so i would say a year to nine months out is when you're gonna start so probably around the same time as dress shopping okay Mm, yeah. yeah and this is where you are looking at tweakments of course this is not a compulsory step <gasps> we need to preface this whole episode with yes. you are beautiful no matter how you want to get married yeah. and you don't need to do any of this and lisa is the queen of excess <laughs> excuse me i'm gonna do my own damn fingernails and toenails i yeah. am a modern day casual bride <laughs> with two wedding dresses and a face full of botox <laughs> Okay, so you're actually totally right about 
hair though, mm. because I reckon I started growing my hair a year and a half out almost. Yeah. A year out. Well, now it's been like two and a half years. Who knows? How and I did the same. I got engaged and I was blonde when I got engaged mm-hmm. and I thought I'm going to be brunette for my wedding day, which mm. obviously isn't very difficult to achieve, but you do have to grow the blonde out if you want to be a natural color. Mm-hmm. So it mm-hmm. was a process. It is important to think about hair. And I will say a lot of brunettes like randomly four weeks before their wedding get highlights because like their hairstylist has said it will look good for like the texture in the bun and like don't don't do do that that four weeks away no 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 no. if you're thinking a year out that you want an updo for your hair like before your trial start thinking am I going to be so concerned that I want to see the texture in my updo and should I get some baby lights done now and maintain them because if you don't like them you can sort of work with them them. Mm. so yes hair color important hair length important I also I don't know why everyone grows their hair for their wedding. It's a bit weird, right? But I... I was going to say, did you not? I did. But that's because <laughs> I um, frequently like my hair up. But I also like my hair shortish. So it's like yeah. I have to grow it so that it can get up because I have... I didn't want to wear it out. Yeah. So that was my dilemma. It was like, I don't like long hair on myself, but I need it to be long to get in a bun. Yes. So you got to think about things. Even though I hate how I look, I like how it looks up. It's a whole thing. <laughs> Will you go a big chop then when you're done? Do you think? I've grown to like the fact that it's heavy enough that it like does things, can do things. Mm. I really don't know. I'll definitely give it a substantial chop, mm. but I probably won't go long bob again. Maybe okay. like your length at the moment. Okay. Anyway, so hair, hair, check. Then it's really important to think about tweakments. As I said, it's not important to think about tweakments if you've never thought about them before. Yes. Don't let this like no. coerce you into doing something that you wouldn't think about or because we've said it or because someone else did it. I didn't have any Botox on my wedding day, so... God forbid. I know, God forbid, but I didn't. (laughs) I was young. Anywho, yeah, some of us uh, had to wait a little bit longer (laughs) despite falling in love at the age of 16. (laughs) So I had a bit of a plan with Amy, our injector. Literally emailed her and she sort of wrote up a plan of like, this is what you need then because then six months after you can add this or it'll have completely worn off by then and you can see whether you want that or not want yep. that. You've really got to think super long-term with stuff like that because, you know, Botox lasts pretty much at least three to sort of six months. Filler can last six months to 12 months depending on where you're yep. getting it, your metabolism and stuff. So you've got to think about that. I got maybe it's tr- It's also, I'm so sorry about the time schedule, but I got some of my treatments like nine months out from the wedding, mm. but now it's like a year and a bit out the wedding from moved. the wedding because the wedding moved. <laughs> yeah. So I got Sculptra, I think over a year ago now. Easily. And that was like the, almost like a vitamin C collagen boosting serum that they like inject under your skin. Yeah. I loved how that made my face look. It really plumped up one side of my cheek that's flatter. I really just wanted it to make one side look like my better side. Do yeah. you know what I mean? It was very much just like corrective evening things out. Um, that, was really subtle though. And so then I ended up getting a tiny bit of filler in that cheek to like maximize it and even it out. Loved it. Felt shit hot for like six months mm. when I wore a mask and stayed at home. And now it's pretty much largely gone. You so think? that's a shame. I'm sure there's some in there. Mm. It's like when anytime when you have filler and you think it's all gone and the injector's like, I can literally see it in your face. <laughs> but it's definitely, I'm not as symmetrical as I was at that peak stage, which was literally the day before we went into a lockdown for six months. Yeah. So that's a really Love unfortunate that use of money. Anyway, but whatever. I am not so fussed that I'm going to do it again because then things started to happen. Like I was like, it's now too close. Yeah. With 
between the two wedding dates. It was too much. I'm happy with my face, whatever. I did get at that point as well, a tiny bit of lip filler, which I've had maybe three times in my life. So it's sort of weird. I just dabble in it. I have no qualm about my lips, but I just like, why sometimes, not? Yeah. Sometimes I just wanted it. And I also do like that it just keeps them hydrated. Mm. So I got, I think like 0.7 of a mil. Yeah. I think that was between like a little bit in my cheek, a little bit in my top lip and a tiny bit in my bottom lip. So, And that is worth mentioning. Like if you're someone who wants lip filler for the purpose of hydrating your lips, if you're someone who's chronically dry in mm. the lead up to your wedding, might be something to think about yeah. so that you don't have to worry about lipstick, especially if you like wearing a bright color lipstick on your wedding day. All these things. Yeah. So... That was good. I enjoyed that. And I'm sure there's still a little bit in there. I'm sure if I guzzle a lot of water and really plump them up, like they'll look maximum. But when I'm like a dehydrated little sloth, you know, Mm. can't really tell. And then um, I got Botox on the 20 something of January. That's your most recent. That's my most recent. So I got it um, almost two, no, pretty much a full month out. Yeah. This is good to know because... My girlfriend, who's getting married in February, was talking to me in December about getting Botox for the first time. And I said, you cannot. It's now Mm -hmm. too soon. I said, you can go this week Mm -hmm. and you can, like, get a small amount. And if you need more, get a little bit more. But you can't go somewhere where you don't trust. That's the other thing. If you're going to be doing these things nine months out, if you've never been to an injector before Mm -hmm. and you don't have a referral, push that to 12 or, like, 13. Because you need to find the right person who's going to make you look good because... I had another girlfriend who saw somebody else who was a very well-regarded cosmetic injector Mm. and he made her problem worse with Botox. So What did she have treated? uh, One eyebrow raised more when she smiled than the other. And so instead of – it was like instead of relaxing one side to let the other side like come up Mm. a bit more, it was like the other side got – yeah, it was Uh, all bad. It was all bad and now it's – worse and so she has to wait for that to wear off so that sucks sucks. these are the things you need to be mindful of exactly the good thing about filler is um you can get it dissolved so botox you've got to wait for that shit to stop and there are risks you can get like droopy eye etc etc so like you want to make sure that that is probably going to have relaxed by the time you get it if you are that 0.01% person that yes. gets that. Yeah, yeah. But filler you can get dissolved. So if you're like four months out, three months out, and you get some filler and you hate it, you still have window for dissolve and then getting back to normal. Yes. So it's, it's okay. We like that about filler. It's reversible. Yes. Also, don't book your Botox and then go and get a relaxing massage in the, you know, two months before your wedding because you can't lie on your face after you get Botox yeah. on your face. For like... Days. At least five days. Yeah. You'll move the toxins into your eyes and then you will be droopy. Which is Lisa and my fear every oh. time we get Botox. Even when we're removing our makeup. Yeah. Like fairy hands. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I actually have had over a year and a half a couple of treatments to my face and they've all accumulated to like hardly anything, which is exactly what I wanted. Yeah, you really don't have, looking at you now, do a raise. <laughs> yeah. My it's, nostrils just flare. It's all No, no, you get, okay. you get a little... You get a little bit of elevation. A little widen. Yeah. And no frown. No frown. Perfect. It's exactly what I need. Yeah. Now, three to six months out. Yeah, getting close. Lasers. Oh. I feel like when it's at six months, you have that joy of my wedding is soon, but also my wedding is far enough away that I'm not doing any planning. Not all lasers. Not pigment laser. You can't do that, that six months out, can you? Depending. 
Mm, okay, yeah, speak to someone. But yeah, speak to your either previous person or if you have a different person for your lasers, go for it. Yeah. So I got, I want to say it was around three months out, started getting the lasers, mm. the laser beams for my <laughs> veins and cherries, etc. Yep. These can sometimes require multiple treatments. Yes. So when I say three months, I actually think I did like two months and I had to cram mine in. Mm. It would be great to do three to four to five to six months so that you can get them treated, see if you need to go back once or twice. I had a bunch of cherry angiomas on my body treated, on my face. I had a bunch of burst blood vessels on my face treated and on my legs, legs a little bit, which haven't really worked that well because you need multiple treatments. Yeah. If you've got some weird qualm about your varicose veins, like I sort of do, and for some reason you're wearing a short dress and they're on show, yeah, definitely you need multiple treatments of those, so get thinking about them. But also, maybe just do a spray tan and they sort of disguise. A hundred percent, yeah. And also, if you're yeah, wearing a wedding dress, more often than not, they're long, so. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I saw Tegan Mac Skin. Yeah. I should have mentioned our injector is Amy at Eltham Cosmetic Clinic, but she's got a bunch of other great girls under her as well. Yes. Tegan Mac was fab. And my cherries are like totally gone. Love. I've always had a weird qualm about it. And it's all wow, it's gone. completely gone. Yeah. But that took at least two and a half weeks to fully dissolve. So you do need some time up your sleeve. And that mm. was my second zapping. Mm. Interesting. Oh, I also made a note of hair. If you need some sort of shaping. Yeah. Like I had to get front bits sort of cut in. Trial that like six months out so that you can let it grow out if you actually hate the yep. way that that shapes your face. Also, do your hair trials if you're doing updos or waves now because if you need extensions to help hold the style, mm-hmm. you're going to have to order them in. You might need yep. to color them to your hair. You may need to go back for a second hair trial to check if they work. Jesus. These yep. are other things. Yep. My extensions came in like three days in peak COVID from America and it was fabulous. What? And I am not wearing them. So if anyone has my exact hair color. <laughs> Speaking of hair trial, I did mine about one and a half years out. Lol, it was for... It was early for October and then we rescheduled. So. Yeah. Oops. <laughs> uh, makeup trial. This is coming from Lisa Mott's makeup rather than Lisa Mott's the podcast host. I would say try do within two months of your date. Doesn't oh, that's very soon. We would have done my makeup trial six months out plus. I know you're so excited. It depends. <laughs> so some people will do it for their engagement. Like yes. if you don't know what makeup artist you're going to pick, then perhaps you do do a trial and then you confirm, yes, I do want you. Can I book you for my wedding date? Yeah. If you know what makeup artist you want, then you've probably paid a deposit, they're secured, and then you book it. Yeah. Thing in later. I do a lot of my trials for hens before hens. Yeah. Um, like a kitchen tea or something, whatever the fuck they are. I was like, oh, fabulous. I don't know what that is. <laughs> now, I say within two months, it doesn't really matter. Mm. It could be like maybe up to six. But your skin might change with the weather or with hormones or whatever. It's really important. Some, not that I condone it, but some people start shredding for the wedding and then their body weight drops and then like their hormones and their body drops and you get acne or you don't get acne because you're eating better and like it's it's different. Your or skin can some change. people come off the pill in anticipation yes, for getting for pregnant baby. on the honeymoon. Some people randomly get Crohn's before their wedding. I don't know anyone who's done that. No. It was one time, Lisa. <laughs> One time. So, yeah, I also think it's nice to have, well, to try in sort of similar weather in case you're like a huge sweater or you get really dry in winter or whatever. Yeah. And also to have some rapport with the artist so that, like, when you turn up, you remember them. Because also keep in mind, like, if I'm doing someone pretty much every Friday and every Saturday and I've done their trial six months ago, 
I may or may not, depending on how the trial goes, have forgotten who you are, what like who your bridesmaids are, that you told me that your mum and your dad don't talk, but they're both there or, you know, things like that. It's yeah. nice to just like remember them and like Make have that easy. rapport. Yeah. So I think maybe, yeah, two months to three months, four to six weeks out. Yep. Top up This is getting very soon. I'm feeling stressed for your wedding, like thinking that you're planning for things four to six weeks out, but it's already happened now. So it's fine. Yeah, it's passed. Uh, top up treatments. Tweet- treatments. <laughs> Baby Botox. Baby Botox. Um, a smidge of filler to correct whatever was lopsided. Whatever you want. Really important to get your Botox at least two weeks minimum before the wedding. We've talked about this. Minimum. I mean, that is the minimum yeah. because it takes time to settle. And if you got it one week and a half out, it may still be in the fact that it's hit the left but not the right. That's it. And you're deformed. Every time I get Botox, it takes you by surprise. And I've had it multiple times now where you go, things seem to be not quite right, right up until that two-week mark. And then you're just like, on the 14th day, you're like, oh, God, I'm normal. So really, really important. Also, that initial week or two weeks or maybe even three weeks, you have the shino ball forehead Mm. where it's like so freshly relaxed that – it's not oil. You can powder it all you want. It's the fact that it's so light reflective because it's so smooth. It's mm. like a polished copper sphere. Yes. That you you can't dull that shine. And I've done brides where they're like, can I have more powder in my T-zone? And I'm like, I can't. That's There's like, no it's more. light reflection. It's not shine. It's the wow. way the sun beams on a spherical surface. Wow. Like, so, Imagine having a forehead that shiny. Yeah. I mean radiant i mean beaming <laughs> it, it happens you just have that flat forehead and big foreheads are good but sometimes it can make your forehead just look like an expansive shiny dome <laughs> don't get it too soon if you're gonna get it too soon just don't get it yeah some movement is fine yes yeah, shino yeah. ball no bueno <laughs> you'll regret the shino ball yeah because you'll all look back and be like oh that was when botox was really cool and kim k was in and everyone had lip filler and you'll just feel like an idiot yeah we have to lie about our children that we didn't get anything done. <laughs> um, I said I typically would recommend maybe getting 75% of your normal dose. So I normally go like quite a full forehead freeze, but I wanted some movement so that from yeah. side views and candid shots and stuff, I don't have like cheeks and nose wrinkling and stuff, but forehead oddly yeah, still. Flat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, two and a half weeks out. For me, brows. I understand that some might be more like closer to one week. Yeah. I got a brow lamb and for me, the first four days of brow lamb, I look like I'm on a Star Trek like <laughs> mission. I don't know what they do, but they really, really stuck to my forehead. Yeah. So they need to soften and I didn't want them to look too like trendy, but I do want them to go in the direction that I brush them. Yeah. So I saw, saw Jamie from Brow House. Of course, she plucked my brows a little bit and then mm. I'm just going to pluck the monobrow like I'm kind of growing that out to get them before the day. <laughs> If, yeah, if you're waxing and you're quite hairy, like, you're probably going to have to do, like, a week before. Or maybe you do two weeks if you're prone to breakouts and then you just tweeze any strays because you've just got to be careful about, like, makeup sticking well and any breakouts from threading or waxing. You know your face. I can't stress enough, though, if you've never waxed your brows, don't decide to go and get them done before your wedding a week before because you're right like or days before the wax takes away the ability for the makeup to stick to your face and the mm-hmm. amount of people whose makeup I've done who've had a brow wax before an event mm-hmm. if you have spray tanned as well and you need me to make you darker there's nothing we can do there's nothing be careful with your brows facials if you're doing a clinic style facial I'd be doing this 
three to four weeks out. Like a Liberty Bell, like some sort of like dermabrasion or yeah. like kind of lasery, sonicy, whatever. Yeah. Because often there's like a mild amount of dr- like downtime where you're maybe a bit dry or bit pimply. Afterwards. Yeah. Or you've had extractions and you need them to heal or you have a little bit of a breakout, whatever. Yeah. If you're doing more of a relaxing facial, like a little company one, a little company made beauty space, etc., where it's products that you probably know and have used and you go there all the time. I think within a week is okay. Yeah. Uh, particularly if you've been there before and you know the products because that is like you're on your annual leave. You've yeah. got a really stressful time and this is a bit of you time, which I think is really important. Yeah. I had my me time last week. Did you? Yeah. I didn't know. I you went. Tell me. I, well, I did. You kept saying, I can't tell you, can't wait oh, to yes, discuss yes, on yes, the yes, pod. Yes. Yeah. So you got a facial. No, I haven't. I'm, I'm, it's too in my face. I'm like, so it's, mm. guys, I'm a COVID bride. Give me a break. But I did take the risk for a lymphatic drainage from B, from the Betox method. I talked about her in a couple of pods ago. I saw Ava Matthews post about it and I was like, yes. And guys, it was top shit. So it was the lymphatic drainage massage, right? Yes, correct. And did she come here? No. Ah. I went. She's in Beaumaris. So I drove to Beaumaris. Now, the best thing about this is I've had lymphatic drainage before about three times. It was recommended from like my, my or... vein specialist yeah. um, because I had lymphedema, which is much, much better now that I've changed pills. But I used to swell. chronically swell like to the point that it was like worrying. I had to wear full length compression all the time. It was a fucking nightmare. Way better, but still a lymphy, swelly person. Mm. My drainage isn't great and I've got dodgy veins. So like they go hand in hand. Oh. But the thing is, when I used to get my lymphatic drainage massages, they were done on a rented bed in like a yoga studio, mm. like kind of clinic-y room. And I'd sit there and we'd talk about what I had at uni that day yeah. and it was done with baby powder and it was like how you'd get a physio treatment, yeah. really. Not sexy, not relaxing. Not sexy, but like still oddly expensive and it worked. Mm. And because my severity was so bad, I saw the improvements. Yeah. Like I was like genuinely like a kilo and a half to two kilos lighter after like peeing everything out. It was great. Wow. Have you ever felt sick after them? Well, I was a little bit sick after this one, I think. Oh, yeah. Okay. I had a pretty whopper headache. Right. Okay. Yeah. That's so Which is not super usual, but I've also been like eating like very clean. I think my body was just like in a bit of shock really. It was and, like, what is going on? And how does it, how did it work? How does it feel? So this time you get in and B does like a full explanation. And I think I'm going to ask her if she can come on the pod for like an interview or like a breakdown episode because the way she described like the lymph system and her analogies and stuff just makes so much sense. So she started by dry body brushing my upper body like into your lymph, like into your lymph nodes in the armpits. My other lady used to like randomly pulsate my armpits before she started because you kind of got to like warm up the nodes, right? Wow. And so she did that and then you take your body brush home and you bring that to like subsequent appointments with B. You have a body brush now? Yes. Yes. And she talks about no one's going to do their whole body, make this achievable. Do like, you know, 60 seconds, 30 seconds on each arm. Yep. Get in the shower. Like just do a little bit because your body's going to remember. She only recommends the upper part or just your legs and everything as well? Yeah. Yeah. You can do legs and everything, but she just thinks that like, you're not going to spend five minutes dry body brushing every day. But if you spend 30 seconds to a minute by the end of the week, you've done it once as opposed to doing it. None. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So that was great. Good pep talk. Then she's like, 
I'm going to change the music. And she said to me, and I'm so glad she did, if you need to pee, don't worry. Some people do it three, four, five times during the session because she told me drink water like it's going out of fashion beforehand. And she made a analogy sort of like, you know, the lymph is your guttering and you're trying to clear it out. But how do you clear it out better? You high pressure hose it. So let's get all of that water in so that that can move the lymph out. And so I, the day before had, you know, three and a half liters of water. I went at 11 and I'd already had three liters of water before I went at 11. And as someone who normally drinks my own saliva as sustenance, this was (laughs) insane. So I turned up and I was like, hello, can I pee? And then I peed twice in the massage. Wow. In how long did the massage take? I did two hours. Pardon me. That's incredible. Did you have headphones in or you just lay there? No, she had beautiful like whale sounds and like soft music. And we listened to my bowels churn. (laughs) Of course you did. Um, oh, it was lovely. I was like almost dozing off. And this is the thing. It was like super relaxing, but with all of the same medical principles, it was two worlds combined. Wow. And then she also does a bit of sort of like shaping. So she does the lymphatic, but she also kind of like, you know, you can feel her dragging your waist in and trying mm-hmm. to like shape the body and like perk up, you oh. know, perk up the bum and like, oh, she did a little bit of like, every day. Yeah. You know, like pushing the skin and stuff. Whereas it was literally stroking if you just do lymphatic. So she did all of the lymph and then did some sort of, I don't know, probably Contouring. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And she's like combining methods. And I went out, like I went home and I was just like, ha. Ah, because I was in that stage where my head could have dropped and done a little like snooze. Mm. But I just kept pulling myself out of it. Yeah. Oh, it was lovely. So if you're in Melbourne, strong recommend if you have any like vein issues or lymphy issues or like you know that. You Standing hold water. at an event, you hold yeah. water. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god, it was so good. So I'm gonna go back next week for a one hour. She's like hour of power. We've done the draining. Now it's like like let's pump out any last bit. Yeah. Oh, so you're going back before the wedding again? Yeah. yeah. So I'm going back. I think on Tuesday, my wedding's on the Friday. That's so exciting. But she did say, don't go too close to the wedding because sometimes you I think she said sometimes you can feel a bit um, weepy. Oh. Like, I don't know if she said that, but like a bit, it can just make you like a bit emotional or I was a bit headachey probably because I drank more water than I'd ever experienced in my life and then excreted it out yeah. so much. Okay, great. And that takes us to your wet. No, it doesn't. Wedding Spray week, tan. Wedding. Yeah. Wedding this week. This is what I've got. And I wanted to ask you, tan nails debacle. Like I have to go get my toenails done, theoretically, if it wasn't a COVID world and I wasn't scared of the nail salon. Mm. I've got to go and get my feet scrubbed. Before I get a tan, because I can't get my feet soaked. No, not after. No, absolutely not. Exactly. So, but like theoretically, you're thinking you're going to get your nails done like the day or two before, but you can't because that's your your tan. So you need to get your nails done like three days before at least your feet. And then you've got to go back for a separate. Otherwise you go and get your pedi done. Yeah. And then you get only your nails painted the day after yeah. you, of your yes. spray tan or after your spray tan. Perhaps you get a nail shaping and the soak then and then just get yes. SNS'd or painted after. Yeah. So you actually need to do nails before tan. I think that a lot of people don't think about that. They get their tan and then think, oh, I need to do my nails. And then you can't soak your toots. No, yeah, no. So I'm just going to have to, I mean, mine is less of a soaking issue, more of a cutting off the, thing the with excess the, skin. Yeah, and that's it. If you're not worrying about cutting off the excess skin, especially if you're a regular pettier. Yeah, must be nice. Yeah. Then it doesn't matter. It's not yeah. like the fake tan is going to ruin your nail polish. Yeah. Because you can wipe it off. Worst case scenario, let's say you have white nails. Yeah. 
for your wedding day on your fingers and toes. Take with you to your spray tan appointment a little alcohol wipe yeah. or something similar. And as soon as you've had your spray done, just do yeah. a little once over. Yeah. It'll be fine. Yeah. But they shouldn't be tanning your hands that hard anyway. They should no. be misting from a distance and then like brushing in. So should be fine anyway. Yeah. Yeah. But definitely you've got to think about that. Yeah. Nails before tan. Yes. And that's pretty much it. Obviously, I'll talk about Alex Ash is going to do my nails. I'm not sure if you've heard of her. She's an excellent nail artist. I've had her done once before. At Alex Ash on Instagram. <laughs> and uh, my tan will be done by Janet from... Spray Tan Born. Tan and Beauty Lounge. Not that. Tan and Beauty Lounge. Yeah. She's now in Q East. And she's like genuinely the only person that I've had my t- do my tan since I was about 20. She did Steph Claire Smith and Laura Henshaw's tans for their wedding. So yeah. that's how you know she's good. But yeah. genuinely, she's actually just a bloody lovely person yes, too she's so lovely yeah and that's, that's the prep that's a good amount of prep a normal amount of prep apart w- from all the injectables i would say it's and lasers yeah. i would say you could start it thinking about hair nails tan yeah. maybe a massage or a facial or something to treat yourself yeah two or three things that i would say we haven't maybe spoken about is the spray tan in the beginning so finding the right spray tan color tone mm-hmm. spray tan person mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff is a bit of a faff also do a spray tan trial also do your spray tan trial before your makeup trial because yes. the number of times i and do not f- on the same day no, not on the same no. day you gotta do it beforehand one or two days at least yeah the number of fair maidens that come and go i won't be this white on my wedding day but i won't be tanned and it's sort of okay because i'm like all right well i'm just gonna like Pack a few. Yeah. I'll do you dark. But if they're using that for like their hens or something, yeah. I can't make their face whatever. Like if it's winter and they're wearing a turtleneck, I'm like, okay, let's make your face the color that it will be on the wedding day. And yeah. we'll just laugh about the fact that you're white underneath. Yeah. But if you've got to go somewhere and you haven't got that tan or whatever, I need to match you to your body. Yeah. Then the eyeshadow or whatever may look entirely different. Yeah. You might need a peachier blush rather than a pink blush on the day. Your lip yeah. color can look different. Everything. Yeah. Absolutely. Also... Yeah, don't get the same the spray tan the same day that you're getting your makeup done or don't get your spray tan the day before. Go and get your makeup and say, I'm just, it's still developing and I'm going to wash off the guide color slash bronzer when I get home and not get my face wet. No, all of these things make you a different color. Mm-hmm. Also, don't spray tan your face. I don't oh. care what the spray tan people tell you. Don't do it. Okay, well, I ask, I say one light mist. I get Janet to spray tan my face. Janet is the exception. Okay, she's really good. It's like a, you must, she must, the spray tan person must be standing at least two steps back and they need to go tss, tss. That's it. Like you'd missed a facial mist. Please don't go too dark on your face. It's best to not have it, but Janet nails it because you just have that slight less bit of white glowing through. It also just, yeah, and it depends on your skin color. As someone who is very fair, who doesn't tan, who can't go a green-based tanning solution. If mm-hmm. I put a green-based tanning solution on my face, Princess everything Fiona. looks ashy. Like you can't, I cannot put a golden foundation over the top. Yeah. It throws out my color balance like you would not believe. So definitely start considering your spray tan long before your wedding as well. Yes. And don't be afraid to try a few places and see what you prefer. Don't do one and go, okay, but we'll do lighter on the day. No. No. Go and do lighter on the day and then do that on the day. You know what I mean? There's no, like, we'll just do one step lighter because what's a step? How do you define a step? It's often not a step. It's a different spray tan solution. So you need to go and try it. Absolutely. And in saying that, I personally prefer... Like, I like a Thursday tan for a Saturday. Saturday I like three showers 
I that's when it's super natural on me. Two mm. is fine. Three is okay. I always look a bit shit after one. It's st- like it's almost still on you. Yeah. Because I'm getting married on a Friday. Janet normally works Thursdays because that's tan day. So I've gone in 9 a.m. So I will wash that night yeah. at like 10 p.m. And, the and then the next morning. So I'll have two showers. So that will be okay. Yeah. But think about it in terms of showers rather than days because that will be yes. enough time for me because I'll have showered twice. Yes. Yeah. Other things to think about, which maybe we haven't touched on, I would say could be acne treatment. If yeah. you are someone who's, you know, struggled with acne your whole life and you want to try and get that in check before your big day. I would say find a place that does like red light therapy or something that is near your place of work where you can pop because they're often like five to 10 minute treatments yeah. where you can pop in your lunch break and just do something like that because that can do wonders, but it's somewhere where you need to do routinely. So if you work in Richmond, but you live out in the sticks, mm. you're not going to drive in to the city or whatever to go get those treatments. Do it in your lunch break. But also you can't do it with makeup on, so don't do it if you wear makeup to work and then you go on your Or go break. after. Yeah, go Whatever. After but like yeah. plan it around where you, you you're, where you're going to be rather mm. than like travelling in because those are annoying treatments that you need to do regularly. Alternatively, you may want to splurge on a Spectralite or something or to one of those home. Yeah. masks that you can buy. They're everywhere now. Yeah. If you're considering an Accutane-ish, two years. <laughs> yeah. It's the first thing you're going to think yeah. about. Yeah. And if you have scarring or hyperpigmentation, mm-hmm. things like that, I would say it's probably also something you want to address pretty early on in the... Yeah. The day after you get engaged. Yeah. Before. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think the main question that people are going to have is, I want to try lip filler or Botox how yeah. soon before my wedding? Should I do it? So yeah. to reiterate with that, your Botox, try it six months before. Yeah. At a minimum. And your filler as soon as you can, a year out. Plus, so yeah. that you can have it topped up. You can always top things up and with filler you can dissolve, but it's just, yeah. I think a lot of people feel the pressure to try things yeah, the for a wedding, they get. right? Yeah. But you need to check that you like them. That's it. Also try it early and get it out of the way so that you can scratch the itch and then yes. go, I've tried it. it I was looked ridiculous fine. then. Or, yes. Yeah. Or like it was fine, but it didn't really make that much of a difference to me. And I yeah. feel fine now. Like it's yeah. scratch the itch early for the love of God. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I think that's everything. Yeah. We've missed something and you've got questions. Teeth treatment. Oh my gosh. I got my teeth whitened in the... I think two weeks before the wedding. Okay. Chronic coffee drinkers out there. Get your teeth whitened. It changes your life. Did you feel so hot? Yeah. Yeah. Adrian and I look like Barbie and Ken oh, with our teeth I whitening. I wish I got my teeth whitened. What have I done? <laughs> um, also, you got Invisalign and stuff. Like that, I like, did. Oh, my gosh. In, on the engagement day, go and book a dentist appointment. Fuck, I forgot about that. Don't believe them when they say that your Invisalign is going to take nine months. Oh, it's no. not. Add weeks, add months. Yeah. You need add to months. make sure you don't have buttons on your teeth yes. by the time the wedding comes around yes otherwise you have to go in like two days before your wedding have the buttons zapped off get married and then get your buttons put back on yeah i've known so many which they will do. do that that's yeah. it yeah and yeah for teeth whitening i would strongly recommend start like if you're not a chronic coffee drinker and you don't really care that much about how your teeth look start with something like a gem whitening pen i did buy one yeah yeah and then if that's not quite enough move on to your white strips i actually tried the high smile pap white strips because I got a sample of it. Mm-hmm. It was a better shape than the Oral-B or the Crest white strips. The bottom one like, is shaped so that you can actually fold it over your bottom teeth without there being this like flappy, wet. <sighs> it's all stuck on like the f- lingual frenulum. It's fucked. Yeah. yeah. So much better. So that was good. Yeah, go to white strips. If white strips still aren't doing it, then you can consider a more intense like 
actual whitening peroxide yeah, trays from your dentist and then the next step up from that is in chair whitening which may cause your teeth to crumble yeah <laughs> it's would. very painful yeah i had in chair whitening done but not but it was by like someone who used to be a dentist who like did it at her house oh yeah Ooh, oh my god i want to go tomorrow <laughs> there's actually a lot of places that i can't remember the names of them now but I, I follow them on instagram so if you want to know slide into my dms i'll send them to you they do whitening like almost like parties and they bring the chairs and the whitening things to your house and if you have more than two people that want to get their teeth whitened they'll come to you do it in your home you all get a discount for all doing it together that's so fun why did we not discuss this earlier because my teeth will fall out they really will they're so also they're fine you don't you don't yellow your teeth like me red wine and coffee drinker oh i'm awful to myself i did work on getting my fake tooth inserted before the wedding oh yeah i forgot about that that was good we've all had some shit dental stories i don't know that you've ever told anyone no i think i did i think i talked about the fact that i was missing a tooth for a while there and just had a screw that was really fun (laughs) i forgot the screw had to take and yeah i had to take and then also it was like mid lockdown and so i was like i'm gonna be stuck with the screw i'm gonna be stuck with the screw (laughs) that i could go on my wedding day that's right yeah okay i think that like top to toe other than like any form of like reconstructive odd, surgery, yeah, <laughs> reconstructive surgery or odd like shaping body things, like yeah, we're, we're not your peeps for that. We're not your peeps for that. Look how you look, you'll look great. Yeah, buy a dress that makes you feel your best is the words of advice there. Yes, yeah. If you are getting married and you want to chat about it, like we'll chat. <gasps> Lisa's on her honeymoon right now. She'd love to talk to love you about to your chat. your prep. Love to chat. <laughs> And yeah, well, I'm sure you've seen photos and shit anyway, and I'm sure it was the best day ever. Yay! Thank you for listening. I don't even know how to end this. Hope you're having fun. Yeah. (laughs) Hope you had fun without us. And um, it's actually dark in here right now. Like Lisa and I are now sitting in a dark room. (laughs) Thank you. See you later. See you next week. Bye. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination. YahooFinance.com. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.